You're listening to the Moon Griffon Show podcast on KPEL965.com. Were they in the wrong place at the wrong time? I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That's part of the investigation into four Americans attacked in Mexico Friday. Here it appears the four Americans were shot by a mistake that the gunmen mistook them for associates working with a rival gang rather than being targeted for kidnapping because they were American. Video shows a woman abducted and the other three perhaps wounded or dead being dragged and put onto a pickup truck. So according to family members in South Carolina, Lativia Washington McGee, a mother of six, had returned to Mexico for a second medical procedure accompanied by three friends. She went to Matamoros for a tummy tuck, Fox's a surgery William. that costs thousands less in Mexico than the U.S. Fox's William Lodge and that's nearly two dozen protesters charged with domestic terror were due in court today in Atlanta over a violent demonstration Sunday at the construction of a police training center. All but two are from out of state. One who's from Georgia is... Thomas Webb Jurgens, a lawyer for the Southern Poverty Law Center, the nonprofit legal advocacy organization. Now the center tells Fox's Charles Watson in Atlanta. The employee is an experienced legal observer and their arrest is not evidence of any crime but of heavy-handed law enforcement intervention against protesters. Dr. Anthony Fauci's under more scrutiny after House Republicans made public emails showing the then-Trump COVID advisor in February 2020 spearheaded a scientific paper to discredit any theory the virus leaked from a Chinese lab. And right after that, he gets a thank you from Peter Daszak of EcoHealth Alliance, who does coronavirus research in the Wuhan lab, saying thank you for saying that. Congressman Brad Winstrup is leading a pandemic origins investigation and agrees with FBI and Energy Department assessments COVID likely did leak from that lab. We're about to hear from Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell testifying at the Senate about the economy and further interest rate hikes to drive down persistently high inflation. America's listening to Fox News. Democrats just want to win the next election, and they're trying to do it with ceaseless money printing. They do not care if the value of your retirement is sacrificed. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon. It is critical to protect your retirement right now with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To learn more, get a free info kit on gold IRAs by texting the word SHELTER to 989898. There's nothing to buy and no obligation at all. Text the word SHELTER to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go, shortness of breath, fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go, but the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. Visit notimetowait.com. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb. News Talk 96.5 KPEL Burbridge Lafayette. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Studios. Online at Matthew-James.com. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media.
How are we going to make it? How are we going to make it? Louisiana going to make it. How are we going to make it? Garrett Graves announced he's not running for governor. How are we going to make it? God bless us. Oh, Louisiana, too. Garrett Graves ain't going to run for governor. How the hell are we going to do this? How are we make it without Garrett Graves? Oh, it's so sad. What a sad day. Excuse me. Oh, my God. Garrett Graves ain't running. Oh, I don't know what to do. All right. How y'all like? <laughs> this is such a... This is, I, every time the governor's race comes around, I fall out laughing. I just do it. All the stuff that happened. Yeah, we got another one saying he might run. So anyway, I'm just, it's, uh, you can't make this stuff up. Anyway, how y'all all welcome to the Farm Show. Just saying that it's being reported that old Garrett Graves, who was never running anyway, is <laughs> not running. That's what you do around here, folks. You announce you're not running for something that you're not. <laughs> he ain't the governor. He's got to announce he's not running. John Bro hadn't announced yet. I'm telling y'all, watch out for John Bro. Wait till y'all hear the next name that I personally brought up a while back, considering for running for governor too. I'm telling y'all, this is a this is this is almost a lot. Garrett's not running. Oh my God, I don't I don't know. I just don't know what we're gonna do if Graves and run for governor. Oh my God, what are we gonna do? We need a moderate. We need a middle of the roader. Next up, Stephen Wagersback, lobby. <laughs> I look, I don't have a problem with Stephen. That's fine. Stephen won't run for governor forever. I don't know if he's really in, but he's the next one to say, I'm looking at it, I'm running, I might run, I could run. I just went to the lobby thing. He was pushing the LA twenty three. Anyway, what a what a what a what a stuff. And you ain't gonna believe the latest rumor I have that's looking at the race that I called six months ago. And my producers here didn't admit that I called it. And I said, Don't be surprised if you get a person like this to run in the race. And and then I'm getting word that he really is considering looking at the race. The the biggest backstabber we ever had in the state of Louisiana. So I'm just sitting here going, wow. So anyway, it's so announced by the twit Tyler Bridges. Garrett Gray's announced and sent out the supporters. He's not running for governor. I just don't know what we're gonna do. I just God have mercy when you got a man like that. I mean, I, I just how do you how, do, how does Louisiana survive another day without graves? I don't understand that. So the latest person to say they may be running for office, I'm just I'm not shocked when it was sent to me last night by 132,413 people. And now the head of a lobbying group, the only real business lobbying group out there, lobby Stephen Wagersback looking at the race was very close with. Guess who? Garrett Graves. <laughs> Garrett ain't running. And, I, and I'm sitting there going, why? And, and look, I know why. I'm not here to beat up Wag at all. Not one word. I just, I'm trying to figure out. You just had a gigantic convention. You had 1,100 people, according to report, uh, elected officials, business people, business community. You, 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 you hire consultants from out of state. I wouldn't hire none of them from out of state myself. But I'm from out of state, and you, you, LA 23, and a new vision, and you're talking about a vision, and everybody comes to the convention, and you're sitting around, and you enter, and you're talking to the people who say, I want to be governor, and all of a sudden, hell, I might run. <laughs> oh, God. And I always knew, Wag did this four years ago that he wanted to run. 
Uh, he's, a, you know, Bobby just gentle descent, uh, descended. So is Garrett Graves. How did gender work out for it? I mean, I'm just curious. Just ask everybody, how did gender work out for it? So I, I kind of shocked. I'm kind of shocked because then I hear that Lobby may let him take a leave of absence to go run for governor. And you know who I feel sorry in all this? It's not wag. He wants to run for governor. That's good. I feel sorry for Lobby. I mean, this is the most important year for Lobby. This is election year. This is when they try to get people to get in office that would do some pro-business stuff. It's when they got to raise the money and you got the guy steering the ship and the head guy saying so long. And my question for Wag is this, was Wag more about lobby Wag or was it more about you? Yeah, I, I can't help but ask the question. Was it was lobby more about Wagaspack getting name or was lobby more was was it more about lobby getting the name recognition? This ain't good, folks. Can you imagine Wag gets into the debate, doesn't make the runoff? Turns around and says, well, I ain't supporting a Republican. That would be Jay Darden, but we'll get to him later. I mean, think about that. Lobby, raising money, talking about business and business. And you got your leader more interested in running for governor, which is fine. Get in. Love to hear the ideas that he had for the state of Louisiana. I just, I can't believe he, he would do, I can't believe he would do that to Lobby. I mean, can you imagine? Now we got lobbyists running. And that, the word is lobby may not make get him to resign, so he's going to be still on the payroll with lobby, getting his insurance and all that while he runs for office. I don't know how that looks to the average person out there, but I don't think it looks that good. So Wag says, I might throw my name in the hat. Who's very good friends with Garrett Graves? He announces last night that he might run it. Garrett Graves and <laughs> no Garrett Graves. Why do we make it? Garrett Graves announced he ain't running for a position he don't have anyway. <laughs> That's what you do in Louisiana. By the way, I've already officially announced I was not running for governor, Brandon. Brandon, I think you've made the announcement too. When you got to announce you're not running for governor, or you in? That's the way we do it in Louisiana. I just. So I'm sitting here going, wow, what does this mean for lobby? You know, all the consultants that are hired for the new LA 23 that's going to get us in the right direction. You got board members that are, that are, that are part of the big government crowd now. They're businesses, but big government crowd that run the board. You got a guy that wants to be governor. He's been wanting to be governor. I mean, this is, and I, and I think WAG is going to be much like Darden, about 15%. Just me. I think Angel got the 19. And what did both of them do? They both ran in the middle of the road. So if WAG gets in a group, group I've already told you, there's four conservative people that are running. So to me, he wants to run uh, around the center. But Sean, White, uh, Sean Wilson jumped in yesterday, and Sean Wilson said he's a moderate. So I just, I just, my my wonder and and, and it's problem is not Wag running. I wish him the best of luck. He may be the next governor. What I, what happens to Lobby when you got your head guy running for the office? What does Lobby think about? What does the business community think about that?
I mean, what is you giving a lobby and all of a sudden you, your number one guy is, is, is running for office? Governorship at that. And you're a lobbying company. And you got the biggest elections and you got, you got guys you want to win elections. You got guys you're giving money to. How did you work with them all the time? You're in and out with them. How does this work? What kind of deal cutting has to go on? I, I just, <laughs> I saw this and laughed. Not because I'm laughing at Wag. It just, I laughed. And, wow, they hit a lobby. He just did a big, I asked somebody today, a pretty smart person. I said, you think Wag knew he was running when we were doing that? They did the lobby, and I was there. They did that big lobby uh convention or, or annual meeting or whatever you call it. And uh, a lot of people showed up and wag interviewed the potential governor's candidates. Not all of them. Cause uh, you know, Wilson wasn't in at the time. They tell me they don't think wag was running as of Thursday, but the, it's just, a, it's just another Richard Lipsy guy. Is this a, is it, is it the guys that make money on government that walk around with a Republican label and act like they missed the conservative? Remember Richard Lipsy, he was a Garrett Graves guy. He gave $40,000 to Bill Edwards and 8000 to Gumbo Pack. Dumbest, nastiest, meanest piece of trash pack I've ever seen. So is, 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 this, is that the group? You know, is it, is it Katie and Ambulance? Is it, is it Mr. Fencemaker? Is this y'all guy? This is, this is what y'all want? Y'all big Republicans. Not really, but you got the R by your name. I'm just kind of curious. So, anyway, this the latest, and this ain't over. We're going to take a break in a minute, and I'll tell you another name I'm hearing that I said six months ago. Don't be surprised. I said it right here on this microphone. They're looking for the old middle of the roader, roadkill. <laughs> We're looking for roadkill to lead the state of Louisiana. We need roadkill. And I tell you what, the guy I'm going to tell you when we get back, I, I, I want him to run. God, I want him to run. I voted against him every time, and I'd like to vote against him again. But I he has not run since he backstabbed us big time. Well, take a break. You're listening to the Moon Graffon Show. You can't get information like this just anywhere. that Acadiana Security Plus is the best local choice for commercial security. But did you also know they are ranked nationally as a top 100 integrator? Acadiana Security Plus is your one-step technology partner, offering integrated intrusion and access control, state-of-the-art cameras with video verification, and mass notification. Their app gives you control from anywhere, so your business is always safe and secure. Call Acadiana Security Plus today at 839-1880. That's 839-1880, or visit getaspnow.com. Hey, folks. Folks, don't do pain, do you? What am I talking about? The joint chiropractic. It's unlike anything you've experienced. No appointments are necessary. Just walk in. Open evenings and weekends. No insurance hassles. Just affordable chiropractic care. Right now, you can take advantage of their new patient special for only $29, which includes consultation, exam, and adjustment. That's a $45 value. Find location in you by visiting thejoint.com. That's thejoint.com. When you think about how you'll spend your money in retirement, what comes to mind? Probably travel, sunny beaches, and spoiling your grandchildren? 
But a recent survey found that over 30% of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes. Baby boomers were told for years to save money in their IRAs and 401ks and pay taxes later. Well, now that day has arrived, and boomers are shocked to see a third of their money going back to Uncle Sam. John Blanchett and the Matthew James Financial Group can help. What if you could? Protect all mostly retirement wealth from future tax rate increases. Achieve a zero or near zero effective tax rate for mostly your retirement years. Find out more. 337-366-8366. Isn't it time you got a second opinion on your wealth and retirement outlook? Learn how you could potentially kick the IRS out of your IRA. 337-366-8366 and online at Matthew-James.com. Hey, folks, it's Moon Graffon. Hi, y'all. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Yeah, hey, I'm going to get over. Graves not running. I'm just trying to hang in there, folks. Trust me. This was an emotional morning this morning, but I'm trying to make it. Anyway, 844-766-6607. Matthew James, of course, Wealth and Tax Management Hotline, if you'd like to be part of the program, your opportunity to be a voice. So anyway, Wagaspec's looking at the race. Now, I just, I just don't know what Lobby thinks about this. And then they're talking about giving him a leave of absence. So you're working for Lobby, you still get paid, or you get paid, I, I, I wonder how that works, and then you, you, you become the governor's candidate. What happens to Lobby? I've had lobby members already call me. I mean, what is he doing? So, well, he always wanted to be governor. He always talked about wanting to be governor. He thinks it's far enough away from Bobby Jindal's tenure now that he can come back, I guess. I don't know, because he was big time with Bobby. So was Gary Graves. So, uh, but once again, I'm not cutting him. I mean, I, I welcome him to the race if he gets in. I see what happens. I'm like, y'all, I'm going to sit back and watch it. Front row seat, but I'm going to watch it. And see what the people do. See if we really want to change the state or we just... I want to keep everything going in the direction. Now, I told Brandon six months ago in our audience, I said, don't be surprised if you have a guy like Jay Darden run. And I'd be dang if I didn't get a call. Two, matter of fact, one last night, one this morning. I said, man, they're talking about Jay Darden. I said, that wouldn't surprise me at all. The left, they're looking for anybody but Landry, and they're looking for somebody that would don't mind being a leftist. And I, we never had a chance to thank Jay. Yeah, we're thanking Jay at sixteen, eighteen thousand dollars a month the rest of his life. Got a hell of a retirement. All he had to do was knife a Republican vitter in the back. Knife him, knife him, knife him, knife him in the back. Him in the dipstick, dipstick Scott Angel. And I never had a chance to repay him. I hope he runs. I want Darden in the race. Darden, fifteen percent last time might be high. There's a lot of people would like to tell Jordan, uh, Jay Darden. I said, Jay, get in the race because now you got seven, eight years on the Edwards. Fighting to let little boys play with little girls in sports. Turning our, turning our state into a green new stupidity deal. This Jay ain't never said a word against anything about that. You know, raising taxes, but Jay's used to that anyway. It's something he was used to. I hope Jay gets in it. I want him in it. I can't wait. I want, I pray Jay Darden gets in the race. That'd be the best thing happen. Gee, darn, gee whiz. Can't talk about anything accomplished except for himself. 
And he made himself a very wealthy person, and he's got a he's gonna have a retirement. He's been in politics for 35, 40 years. What did he do? What did he accomplish? I'll tell you what he accomplished. He got Bill Edwards elected. He got Bill elected. He's got <laughs> I hope he gets it. So if Wag doesn't go, does Lipsy run to Jadar and Jay, come on, Jay, you can do it. You know, think about that. So I mentioned this earlier, Wagaspack doesn't make the runoff and goes after the governor, whoever the Republican is, and they win. I mean, a great relationship between lobby and the governor, huh? A great relationship between lobby and the representatives and senators, huh? That's why I told you when I came on, I don't know why he can do whatever he wants to do. That's fine. But I wish him the best of luck. I mean, I hope he comes on the program a bunch. He's more than welcome. But lobby, where does lobby stand? What is lobby going to do at this point? Because they, they needed a, a leader, and the leader's going to leave them rudderless. Well, there's a lot of good people there. I didn't say there wasn't a lot of good people there. That's been your mouth and voice, and all of a sudden he's a governor's candidate, which is fine for him, but that's why I asked the question, was was Wag helping Lobby or was Lobby helping Wag? I think it's a question that needs to be asked. Which one was helping who? Who got been more benefit did Lobby benefit from Wagaspack being there, or did Wagaspack benefit because he was in Lobby? That's a legitimate question, by the way, folks. That's 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 a real question that I'm getting asked by people in Lobby, or people that used to be in Lobby. But the Jay Darden story, when I heard that, man, I just started drooling. I had to wipe my mouth and go, "Please do." Please do. Why don't you tell us what you've accomplished under the Edwards for the last eight years after knife and vitter in the back and taking a Republican down. That's the kind of Republican you want? That Mitt Romney type? That's the kind of Republican you want? That's the worst kind of Republican, a Jay Darden Republican. There's nothing worse than a Jay Darden Republican. I can't think of anything worse than a Jay Darden Republican. Knife people in the back and knife. And then you benefit from it by your salary and your retirement. And you're going to benefit big time. Or me and, and you and me folks are going to pay his bill. And all he had to do was knife the Republican and put this guy in there, John Bell Edwards, who wants boys to become girls and play in girl sports. That's That's incredible. Absolutely incredible. All right, before I go to phone calls, uh, we'll go to Paul next, but uh, we got to wait because I want to, I'm going to have a break and I'm going to be fair to him. 844-766-6607, you're welcome. I don't, I, by the way, first person said, well, you could, w-, I did not cut Wag. If Wag is back once he gets in a race, I wish him the best of luck. He's more than welcome to come on this program as much as he wants to, to talk about issues. More than, more than glad that. Okay, Jay Darden's more than glad to come, but we're going to talk about the knifing of bitter and what you did to benefit from it. We're going to talk about your retirement first, then we can talk about it. Anyway, we got to take a break. You're listening to the Moon Graffon Show.
Shucks, you've been hearing me brag about Shucks. Been going there for many, many years. Shucks does a great job. If you like seafood, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. I'm telling you right now, there's shrimp, there are oysters, there's fish, all fresh every day right off the boat. So if you want something fresh and you want fresh seafood, you got to go to Shucks. Don't forget, if you're having a party, call Shucks. Let them cater the event for you. Or you can go pick it up. Shucks, they're waiting on you. If you want a great time and you want great food, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. Shucks. Oh, they're good. Is your land working for you? The mission here at Magnolia Land Management is to make sure your land works for you. You own it, but we work it. Magnolia Land Management forms alliances with landowners to help them maximize the potential income that can be generated from their piece of land. Agriculture contracts, leasing and property contracts, timber harvesting programs. These are just a few of the types of services we provide families to help turn their dirt into revenue. So if you're thinking of selling your property, don't. First call Magnolia Land Management at 337-329-6742. From the humbling beginning, Dino Hardwoods has strived to provide superior service and quality products for their customers. Hey, I know Charles Altman. He does a great job. If you're looking for lumber, Dino Hardwood stocks a large selection of domestic and import hardwood lumber and cypress. You ought to see that stuff. Exotic lumber, they got that as well. Trust in Dino Hardwoods when it comes to your exotic lumber needs right now. Molding, plywood, paint, and L products, they are ready for you. They got three great locations. The corporate office is right here in Broussard, Louisiana. There's an office in Shreveport on 2801 Valley View Drive and one in Tyler, Texas, 12492 Highway 155 North. Hey, if you're looking for something different and something new and somebody who will service you, it's Dino Hardwoods. I'm telling you, don't forget Dino Hardwoods. DinoHardwoods.com. DinoHardwoods.com. Great locations. They can service you. They can deliver. DinoHardwoods.com. Check out this great Louisiana company. Beneath their gorgeous come. This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. It is a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. MatthewJames.com. All right. Uh, we're going to jump gears. We're going to go and visit with Mr. John Flemings. He's former Congressman John Flemings. He's, uh, he's a business owner, a doctor, and he's, he's been around for a, a good while. And he's got a big announcement I think he's going to make on the program today. John, how you doing? Hey, Moon. I'm doing great, and uh, great to be with you on your show today, and you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, I heard you ranting a little earlier about all the people who suggest they may run for this and they may run for that, but they're basically changing their minds and yep. not running. Uh, but I'm here to say that I am hereby announcing that I'm running for Louisiana State Treasurer, uh, and I've been uh, spinning up to this, organizing and so forth, for really a couple of months. Uh, but uh, it's all come to fruition. My website is up. My announcement is up on my website. Uh, and, and, of course, there's no place I would rather announce it than on the Moon Graffon. <laughs> I appreciate it. Well, John, why? Let's talk about, about this. And you've got a, 
I mean, you got you've been a business owner, a congressman, you've been around budgets, uh, investment. Why the treasurer? Why now? Why you think you fit there? And why why would you be the the best treasurer? Well, uh, times are changing, uh, Moon, and you may be aware that there's a Democrat announced. I don't want to give his name, don't want to give him any free publicity, uh, but he's a Beta Auroric kind of guy uh, who is announced for treasurer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's already pledged that he's going to invest uh, taxpayer money, pension money, all of that into the Green New Deal kind of uh, yep. investments, the, yep. the woke boondoggle investments that waste money, the sort of investments that created Solyndra, which uh, diverted taxpayer money into the pockets of politicians to get more Democrats voted into office. So uh, it, I think it's uh, no longer just a straight-laced, hey, you know, being counting uh, office anymore. I think, and we've seen this with John Schroeder, who, as you know, is a current treasurer now running for governor. Uh, he uh, clipped... BlackRock for, uh, you know, uh, having invested money in some of this Green New Deal stuff, and he pulled investments out of that. We're going to see a lot more of that activity among the states, a lot more political pressure. And it's also going to flood into the idea of firearm sales. As you know, uh, banks such as Bank of America have actually closed down accounts for people who to, uh, you know, working under the Second Amendment, uh, mm-hmm. sale and trade file. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it's critical that we have a treasurer who is committed to the kind of conservatism and traditional values of Louisiana uh, that we need. It's no longer just, uh, you know, again, just a, a bean-counting kind of role. It's very important going forward. Oh, no doubt about it. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with the person because when I saw what he was running on, I I, I didn't like him already just because the simple reason is what he's running on is wokeism. And, uh, and by the way, I was proud of John Schroeder, too, for standing up against BlackRock, said enough's enough. And uh, it yeah. is enough. So I'm. Uh, it's very frustrating to watch this changing into this. So, uh, you know, John, I'm sure it's like anything else. When you announce like that, you it, it's going to be here before we know it. I know raising money. I know you've always been one to put your money up and help finance some of the stuff you want to do done. And of course, governor's raise usually draws all attention, but the treasurer's raise is really important, and it's exactly for what you said. Right, it, it is important, and um, I think I bring a lot of experience. I mean, not only did I deal deal with the federal budget for eight years as a member of Congress representing the fourth district. Uh, but I was in the Trump White House uh, for the final year of the administration. I was a senior advisor to the president uh, during the peak of the pandemic. And then uh, even before that, I led the Economic Development Administration that required a Senate confirmation. So both in the private sector and the public sector, I've dealt a lot with how we invest money, how we get good return on our investment. And uh, so I, I do think the treasurer's office uh, for for Louisiana is more critical than ever. And even beyond that, you know, Louisiana uh, suffers from a disease that is uh, deficiency of conservatives. Uh, And we need to start flooding the zone with conservatives in our government. Uh, We we can't go along with kind of milquetoast attitudes. We need to catch up with the rest of the South, Texas, even Mississippi and Arkansas, they're leaving us behind Florida, mm-hmm. Tennessee. 
We need to reform our tax code, our regulations, all of that stuff. And I want to be a fundamental part of creating that foundation. Yeah, and, and I do agree with you. Yeah, we better stand up now. And, and you know, we want to, we really, and of course, everybody focus on the governor's race, but we really need to focus on Louisiana getting getting out of the, I, I call it the hellhole we in when we don't need to be. We got all the resources that we need right here to really grow Louisiana and compete. And uh, that's my frustration. Uh, it's my frustration that we don't have anybody that wants to step up and do it. They want, we got too many people running for office that want everything to keep going the same direction, which is not good for Louisiana. That's true. And many of the uh, private interests out there that support candidates, uh, they don't want those things to change. They like uh, they like the, the place they're in. They're making good money and so forth. But uh, whenever I speak to groups in Louisiana, I ask them, raise your hands if any close relatives have had to move out of the state for job opportunities. Mm -hmm. And virtually every hand, every meeting goes up. And the reason for this is there are no jobs without companies, and companies are not coming here. In fact, they're leaving some of the big-name companies, uh, you know, Raising Canes, companies like that have left Louisiana because they can uh, – they can provide uh, commerce more profitably, headquartered in other states. So we're draining not only our uh, tax revenue, but we're draining our uh, youth, our young adults from Louisiana. They're going to other states for job opportunities. Yeah. We're losing population. We lost a congressional district, as you know, in 2010. We may lose another one in 2030. So we got to turn this state around. Yeah. John, you know, I... Uh, talking to Dr. Fleming, who was Congressman Fleming, who's running for state treasury, just announced on our program. Uh, I, I'm, I'm really concerned about losing another congressman in 2030. I do not know at this point how we keep another one when the South is growing and we are losing population. We're like California and Illinois and New York and, and, and the states that are losing population, but we're the only ones in the South losing population. That's frustrating. That's so frustrating. So how do we not lose a congressman? And that. I don't know. People say, well, that sounds negative. Well, I'm, just, I'm just giving you reality. We don't change anything. We, we're going to lose another congressman. That, you know, you go down to five then, and you lose your, you, you lose your power, your stroke, your voting power, and everything. Yes, we're, we're losing our voice in Washington. Every time we lose a congressional district, we have less of a voice. Less money comes to uh, Louisiana uh, out of Washington. I mean, look, I'm not a big spender. I'm a conservative. I'm a fiscal conservative. However, money's going to come to states, and I want Louisiana to get its fair share, and we're not going to do that if we continue to lose our representation and our voice uh, in in Congress. So, um, I mean, Louisiana, uh, you know, it, I think it's commonly said that Louisiana tends to be number one in everything bad and number 50th in everything good. And there's no reason. I mean, Texas, Texas is soaring. It's the same latitude. It's the same ground. It's the same basic people. What's different is the political leaders and the laws and the regulations. They've got it going, and we don't. And there's no reason why we can't turn this around in 2024, man. Yeah, give out real quick before I let you go, and we'll have you back on a bunch, I'm sure. Let uh let people know how to get in touch with you if they want to help you contribute or find out more about your campaign. Uh, go, it's real simple. Fleming, F-L-E-M-I-N-G, FlemingForTreasurer.com, FlemingForTreasurer.com. 
uh, go there. Uh, there's all kind of buttons to push, including the donation. Uh, but if you want to join the team, you want to have a sign or whatever, uh, I've got videos going up. I have one up today. I'll have two or three more by the end of the day where you can learn more about my campaign, about my ideas, how we can turn Louisiana, Louisiana around and make Louisiana great once again. Yep, no doubt, John Flynn. All right, John, best of luck. Uh, thank you for announcing it on the program. We wish you the best of luck. Thanks so much, man. Thank All right, you. my name is John Fleming, former congressman John Fleming. And uh, Dr. John Fleming, and uh, he is running for treasurer. There's a big announcement on the Moon Graffon Show. All right, we'll take a break. Be right back. You're listening to the easy listening sounds, the most nonpartisan, nonpolitical show on air today, the Moon Graffon Show. We'll take a break. Be right back. You know that Acadiana Security Plus is the best local choice for commercial security. But did you also know they are ranked nationally as a top 100 integrator? Acadiana Security Plus is your one-step technology partner, offering integrated intrusion and access control, state-of-the-art cameras with video verification, and mass notification. Their app gives you control from anywhere, so your business is always safe and secure. Call Acadiana Security Plus today at 839-1880. That's 839-1880. Or visit getaspnow.com. Hey, folks, don't do pain, do you? What am I talking about? The joint chiropractic. It's unlike anything you've experienced. No appointments are necessary. Just walk in. Open evenings and weekends. No insurance hassles, just affordable chiropractic care. Right now, you can take advantage of their new patient special for only $29, which includes consultation, exam, and adjustment. That's a $45 value. Find location of you by visiting thejoint.com. That's thejoint.com. When you think about how you'll spend your money in retirement, what comes to mind? Probably travel, sunny beaches, and spoiling your grandchildren? But a recent survey found that over 30% of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes. Baby boomers were told for years to save money in their IRAs and 401ks and pay taxes later. Well, now that day has arrived, and boomers are shocked to see a third of their money going back to Uncle Sam. John Blanchett and the Matthew James Financial Group can help. What if you could protect all or most of your retirement wealth from future tax rate increases, achieve a zero or near zero effective tax rate for most of your retirement years? Find out more. 337-366-8366. Isn't it time you got a second opinion on your wealth and retirement outlook? Learn how you could potentially kick the IRS out of your IRA. 337-366-8366 and online at Matthew-James.com. Last year alone. Welcome back, Moon Griffon Show as we rock and roll hour number one. With a few minutes left in hour number one, 844-766-6607, Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. Well, a lot developing. And by the way, when I was talking about Dornor Raleigh, I'm serious. I, I said it six months ago. Man, if they're looking for somebody from the left in the Republican Party, way left, and somebody will stab the hell out of a Republican, Jay Dorn, Joe God. He did it. He got proof. I'm not saying anything he, that he didn't do. And he became... 
He's got a retirement from heaven by doing that. More than doubled his retirement, at least doubled it. All he had to do was go work with Bell. All right, let's go. Mr. Paul Hurd joins us. Paul, how you doing? Moon doing great this morning. I'm uh, I'm as fired up as you are about, you know, we're going to have to save this state, not bury it. And that's all. all that, oh, and I'm sorry, I need to change subject. I am not running for governor. Yeah, yeah, thank I, you, I, thank you. I was going to ask so him. I, if you're running to I, John Bro, ask him if he's running because he hadn't announced he's not running yet. That's exactly right. I'll, I'll ask uh, John and and a few other ex-congressmen just to make sure mm-hmm. they're not running for governor. Because at the end of the day, uh, the reason I jumped on is I formed a, a, a new advocacy organization called Louisiana Excellence Incorporated, and that's what we're looking for. And what you hear from all these politicians, the reason they're looking for Jay, the reason they're, they're, they're looking around, uh, we've got a solution seminar by the Pelican Institute on, um, yeah, I'm gonna be Thursday. there. I'm gonna be broadcasting and, for three hours from now on Thursday. But here's, here's what we need to do. We, we have got to save Louisiana and the way to do it. There is no other way. The right way to do it is the same way Florida and Tennessee have charged out to the front of prosperity, and that is we have to repeal our personal income taxes now. You can phase them out over two or three years, but we have to repeal them now, not wait for, in quotes, a new governor, wait for a new legislature. You tell your legislators today, this session, repeal our personal income taxes. Second, we have got to phase our sales taxes down to to 7.99 from 10.5. And the reason we have to is we are the highest sales tax state in the union, not just the South, the union. It's the reason businesses don't prosper. Government takes too big of a haircut off the top. But, but you know and what the, they're saying, Paul? I heard this. I even heard Wagaspack said, well, how do you replace the uh, income? How do you replace? No, Everything no, is how you the, replace the income for government. It's no, never how you replace exactly. the income at your house. <laughs> no, no. There's, the, the, the answer's there. The answer is simple. You replace it with growth. What they don't won't recognize is that what they've done is the reason our people are in, and you recognize these states. The, the Florida has one one of my children. Texas has another one of my children. And Arkansas is about to do away with its personal income tax, yep. and it's got my third one. And the reason why is they grow their economy. Let me tell you what Jay Darden has done for us. No, no, you can tell me what he's done for for himself. I don't know if you can tell me what he's done for us. I can tell you what he's done for us. (laughs) Ten years ago, 2012, our Gross domestic product, our economy for Louisiana was bigger than 10 years ago than it is today. Mm. We have less business in 10 years, and every other state has grown 10, 15, 20%. 
what they won't say is they want theirs first and let everyone else have scraps. Repeal and grow. And what I'm going to, you know, I'm going to contact um, Congressman um, the um, Fleming that just said he wants to make this place grow. And the and the way to do it is to repeal our taxes down. And remember this when they say, oh, we can't do it. Texas has already done it. Tennessee has already done it. Florida has already done it. They are prospering. They are growing. And not one of these tax changes are different than what they've already done. The answer is that, that somebody has to stand up and for Louisiana excellence. If, if, you know, I don't, this thing is too important to, to trivialize it down to a football game. We're worse than Vanderbilt in economics. <laughs> I mean, if, 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 if we were playing pretty football, bad. They, would, they would call us Vanderbilt's JV team. Mm-hmm. And, and the point simply being you, every state in the South is growing. We have a minus 1.7% population reduction in the last 10 years. Paul, let me ask you a quick question. And people yeah. that don't know you, a lot of audience does, but. Uh, you worked a lot on uh, redistricting and had to deal with numbers and census and all that stuff. Do you think there's any way we save? We don't. No, let me back up. You think there's any way we don't lose another congressman in 2030 at the at the angle we're going? Well, yes, there's one chance. And, and here's what's interesting is that that the, the lobby effort and their mission was to do this, to make Louisiana a top-tier economic leader in the South by the year 2030. If we repeal our personal income taxes, if we reduce our sales taxes, if we create a safety fund with the Attorney General's office that can preempt these woke DAs in Orleans, Baton Rouge, and Shreveport, to name three, we, re- we reduce and make our community safe again, we make our businesses prosperous again, and we will flip this sucker around because we all have people who want to come back to Louisiana. We need a leader that just simply says, we're going to reverse engineer to prosperity. And anyone who says repeal and replace should be voted out of office. Let me tell you something. Do a comparison. Florida, Ron DeSantis. Louisiana, (laughs) Bill Edwards. The only next name I want to holler for when I think you go from DeSantis to Edwards and how low you go is help me Jesus. (laughs) I mean, mean, Jay Darden, Jay Darden, a great leader to Ron DeSantis. Really? Really? I mean, think about that. And that's we're that's not. that's what frustrates me. I just think we're going to lose if we don't change it. And even no, lobby when to. even lobby when they came up there, LA twenty three is a seven year plan, okay, to get us back over the top. But the bottom line is, you got to take some big steps to do it. And uh, I, you know, I, I just I'm know not, it. Is, you don't sure. have to rewrite all this stuff. All you got to do is follow what's already being done. That's exactly right. We don't have to invent a a path to prosperity. All we've got to do is follow the one that has already been 
it's it's. Well, let me tell you, Paul. Obvious. There are people in this state that are prospering greatly, and they prosper because of the way the state is right now. A lot of them got R's by their names, a lot of them got D's by their names, and they're prospering from the state being exactly like it is. And I can name about a dozen of them right off my lip right now. Some in, from Lafayette to where you live in Monroe to Baton Rouge and New Orleans, I can name them. Unbelievable. Well, look, and I'm gonna I'm gonna suggest this to them no, real quick because I gotta go. You're you are prospering. You would your prosperity would multiply tenfold if the rest of the state was prospering with you. Join Louisiana Excellence. Look it up on the web. You can reach me, Paul at Paul at Louisiana Excel E X C E L dot org. I'll come anywhere to talk about a real prosperity plan. Right. And we'll, and look, I appreciate your time. Right, Got to go. Thanks. Appreciate the call. We'll be right back. Jackson Hewitt Gary. News Talk 96.5 KPEL Brobridge Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Two of the four Americans attacked in Mexico Friday are dead. I'm Dave Anthony. Two others that were with him are alive. That's Fox's Tanya J. Powers on the update we just got from officials in Mexico. Mexican officials say one of the survivors was hurt and the other is unharmed. Family members of the Americans say they had traveled together from South Carolina so one of them could get a tummy tuck from a doctor in Matamoros. Shortly after they entered the city on Friday, they were caught in the crossfire of rival cartel groups. And video showed them being loaded into a pickup truck by gunmen. That's Fox's Tanya J. Powers again. Mexico's president says there is a person in custody. Protesters who were accused terrorists are due in court today in Atlanta over Sunday's violent demonstration at a construction site for a police training complex. We know that a nonprofit called the Atlanta Solidarity Fund is soliciting donations to help post bail for this group. It refers to them as protesters. Police, though, are calling them violent agitators. In total, almost two dozen agitators in, uh, were arrested and charged with domestic terrorism. Fox Business Network's Grady Trimble. The economy is in focus at the Senate, where Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell just said, My colleagues and I are acutely aware that high inflation is causing significant hardship. And we're strongly committed to returning inflation to our 2% goal. And Powell told senators that means the Fed could get more aggressive with more interest rate hikes. And on Wall Street, that trigger to sell off the Dow is down 290 points. We're learning one part of President Biden's 2024 budget plan is a tax hike to make the Medicare trust fund solvent beyond 2050 without cutting a penny in benefits. The president explaining his plan in a New York Times op-ed where he says the budget proposes an increase to the Medicare tax rate on earned and unearned income above 400000 to 5% from 3.8%. Fox's Ryan Schmelz, America's listening to Fox News. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, beat the largest timeshare company in federal court and has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare cancellation guide 
absolutely free. Call 800-857-5656. That's 800-857-5656. Are you working way too hard for way too little? There's never been a better time to consider a career in IT. You could enjoy a recession-resistant career in a rewarding field with plenty of growth opportunities and often flexible work environments. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. You could start your new career in months, not years. Take classes online or on campus and financial aid is available to qualified students, including the GI Bill. Now is the time. MyComputerCareer.edu Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Welcome home. Mostly cloudy skies across Acadiana. Temperatures today are going to be pushing their way to about 85 degrees in the afternoon. And that's going to come with some clouds and maybe a little bit of fog out there this morning. It should be getting more sunshine, though, by the time we get to the afternoon. Winds coming from the south, southwest at about 5 miles an hour. Overnight lows tonight at about 69 degrees. Same kind of forecast coming up again for tomorrow. A little bit warmer out there for your Wednesday afternoon. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5. KPL. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show, hour number two of three, 844-766-6607. Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. <coughs> Excuse me if you'd like to be part of the program. I'm on the governor's stuff and stuff. Uh, probably Jim Donlin's debating whether he's going to run or not. More Louisiana want to finish. But, you know, COVID has is, is, uh, come and gone. And some people say it hasn't gone yet. But just trust me, the way it came in and the way we were used by it is still frustrating to me. We are joined. By Kevin Smith, Director of Investigations of, uh, at America for Prosperity Foundation. Kevin, how you doing, bud? Good. How are you? I am doing superb. All right. So COVID comes and go, at least the pandemic style. And now we start finding out the rest of the story. And you kind of got the rest of the story right now. That's right. I mean, even before the pandemic, 35 states across the country have these laws called certificate of need laws. And mm -hmm. what these do is they basically artificially depress the amount of investment that can be done in healthcare, lowering the supply of hospital beds, the number of hospitals, number of uh, the amount of equipment that can be in communities. And it's really led to billions of dollars of healthcare across the country that was not able to be there when COVID hit and is still ongoing today and uh, lowering investment across the country. Yeah, no doubt about it. Now, y'all, y'all, uh, you and a guy named Thomas Kimbrell, I think y'all wrote an article, COVID exposed the damage done by certificate of need rules. And uh, how's this been? And I'm taking this is the Wall Street Journal, correct? Correct. And, okay, talk about the article. Tell us what is in the article. I'm, I'm able to read some of it and look through it. Tell us what's in the article. What are y'all trying to point out? What's the goal of it? And what are you trying to get done now? Sure. So our organization, Americans for Prosperity Foundation, uh, doing a lot of government watchdog work. One of the things we looked at is, again, is the certificate of need laws. And our, our opinion piece in the Wall Street Journal is about our research we did into eight states. And for just a couple of quick examples, these, these certificate of need laws 
They were they came from the 1970s. The federal government originally had required them if you wanted federal health care dollars. And in Louisiana, that you guys call this facility need review. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the Reagan administration, the federal government dropped that requirement. But 35 states kept these laws, and it basically gives state government and incumbent hospitals a, a veto power over new competition. Wow. So what we found in our study is, for example, one of the states we looked at was North Carolina. Over a 10-year period, these regulations prevented $1.5 billion in healthcare investment in the state. Wow. So why would they do that? Just so they can have a monopoly on uh, doing anything that had to do with health care? Yes, that's right. Hospitals, yep. they, they, they love these certificate of need laws because it allows them to make sure there's no, no competition for, for what they're offering. Uh, they don't want other hospitals. They don't want... Um, surgery centers in their territory, and they want to make sure that they have beds, you know, filled over 80% of the time. I mean, of course, originally hospitals didn't like these laws, but they came to realize they could control the process. And in most states, not in Louisiana, but in most states, they have the ability to uh, compete on these applications. So uh, say in North Carolina, you apply to open up a hospital, you apply for a certificate of need, that existing hospital can say, I'm an affected party, I want in on this process, mm-hmm. and they can oppose you at the administrative wow. level. But even if they get that certificate of need, the competitor can then take you into state litigation all the way up to the state Supreme Court. That adds years and hundreds of thousands of dollars onto just the simple application to open a business. Well, Kevin, that makes, I, I hate to be ugly, that makes no dang sense. That makes no sense for any uh, state to go along with this and not want competition and, and I'm so disappointed in the hospitals after COVID, I can't see straight. And that's got a lot to do with Obamacare, which is not what you're talking about. But, you know, when you limit competition, you limit choice, you limit uh, and, and it costs more. I mean, I, I could be wrong on all those, but I don't think I'm wrong on any of them. No, you're you're exactly right. And, and research from some friends over at the Mercatus Center, they, they, they did studies on this and they find that without certificate of need, these states that have dozens more hospitals, including in rural areas, and, uh, you know, the other thing, it's not just hospitals. We're talking about all sorts of different things. For example, in Louisiana, they cover psychiatric services. They cover hospice. They cover nursing homes. So there's lots of health care that's, that's affected by these laws. And it's really has not accomplished what it was supposed to do. And that's why the feds dropped it in the 80s. Yeah, well, normally when the feds crank up something, if we watch it, 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 it never works. They normally, <laughs> they normally come up with another regulation, another law to offset the one that screwed everything up. That's, that's, yeah, that's, it, what, it that's actually, normally... Yeah, what was surprising here is after they dropped it, even uh, across administrations from both political parties, uh, the Federal Trade Commission, the DOJ Antitrust Division, they've put out papers, uh, you know, Democrat and Republican administrations decrying these laws, telling states they need to get rid of them. They're bad for competition. They're bad for consumers. And they don't do what they're supposed to do. But, you know, obviously it's hard to get states to, to drop these. Unfortunately, the, the argument that hospitals make every time is that, you know, if you get rid of these laws or reform these laws, then our hospitals will close. And that, unfortunately, has a strong effect on, on local lawmakers. Yeah. Kevin Smith, uh, American for Prosperity. Well, that's, well, let me tell you something. I'm reading between the lines here. We don't want competition. We making a lot of money. We don't need the competition to take out some of our money, which hurts us. But in the bottom line is, I think the consumer gets hurt the most, and they get hurt uh, financially. Financially, and also just their health care suffers. For, uh, we found an incredible story in West Virginia. Uh, the university there had a, has a cancer center, and they wanted to do mobile imaging for lung cancer mm-hmm. because early protection is key. Sure. They got granted a certificate of need there, but a local hospital, that, that same sort of service, but not in the counties they were even going to operate in, challenged it. 
embroiled them in three years of litigation, which means that for three years, patients that could have gotten health screening, which would have been covered by sure. grant funding by a nonprofit, by the way, it would have been for anyone, even if they couldn't afford it, three years, hundreds, of, maybe thousands of people that would have gotten screening didn't get it because of that process. Yeah, that's, that, 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 that is the craziest thing I've ever heard. Let me ask another question, Kevin. Why, why did we ever come up with laws like this? Who may, I mean, why would you even do this unless you're a lobbyist, and I'm always worried about lobbyists, folks. You're a lobbyist trying to make sure you protect somebody else to make money. That's the only reason I can think the law even came through and people <clears throat> people voted for something they probably didn't even know what they were voting for, if the truth is known. We see this in Louisiana all the time. They vote for stuff they don't know what's in the bill. Yeah, I think originally the, the case for the law was when Medicare and Medicaid were sort of first starting up back there in the 70s, they were worried about overspending that, you know, getting it, they would have more uh, services be pushed through and pushed onto the to the government taxpayer dime, and they were worried about that sort of the cost expansion there. Obviously, none of the stuff that they thought it was going to do happened, and we don't see any evidence that it's doing the stuff even today in all the states that have it. And it, not only does it hurt patients, it hurts people that are trying to make a living. Yeah. In, in Louisiana, for example, uh, there's a case in the Fifth Circuit. Uh, there's a social worker based in New Orleans who's worked as a social worker for two decades, and she. Her, she wants to. She wants to provide uh, temporary care for people with special needs. Sure. But according to the Department of Health in Louisiana, they can't do that. They can't give her a, a license to do that because they don't have the resources to regulate new parties in this field. Basically, saying we have to only have the competitors that are there now. We can't add any new mm. competition. We don't have the resources to regulate it. That's that's ludicrous. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. I don't. I don't understand so how people all, come up with this crazy stuff. So not only is she not able to earn a living, but the families that need that respite care aren't able to get it, even though there's an obvious need for it. Yeah, unintended consequences by laws and stuff they pass because somebody wants to protect hospitals so they can make their money. And that's 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 what it sounds like to me. And you you went back and talked about West Virginia. I think you were, did you talk about lung cancers? I think what you were talking about. That's and, right. And, and preventative stuff. And you got somebody comes along that wants to start something to prevent this. And uh, I'd be tickled today. I mean, if I had lung cancer, they could I could do something to prevent it. And I caught it early. I'd be so thankful for them. But you don't have that because you got hospitals fighting to keep money. It's kind of like when we had COVID, you know, because of Obamacare, all these people, doctors ran all these hospitals. And the hospitals are all under the hospital systems now. And you got Obamacare and you got the federal government telling the states what to do. And they're sending the money. And so whatever narrative the federal government wants, that's what the states and the hospitals have to do. If they want their money. So what happens, most doctors, not all, most doctors just say, I ain't saying nothing. I'm making my six or seven figures, and I'm not saying anything, whether it be masks, COVID vaccines, or whatever. That's kind of what's taking place, unfortunately. Yeah, that's right. And that's the, what we're seeing also with Medicaid expansion in, in multiple states, that they get, they think it's free money and they can get, they can get it for, for, for no downside. And then we also know that's not true. No. But, you know, th there is some light at the end of the tunnel here. There are some states that are looking to repeal or reform these policies. South Carolina has a, a bill going through the House right now. Uh, North Carolina just passed at least some con reform. Uh, Florida has, has reformed it in the last couple of years. So there is some movement good, here good. to sort of get rid of these bad laws. And there, again, there's 15 states that don't have it at all. So there is some light here, but there's a lot, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. Yeah. Uh, by the way, his name is Kevin Smith, American for Prosperity. Yeah, Kevin, the, uh, 
does this need to be done at the state level only, the federal level, or both? Uh, state level. I mean, I, I think there, there's no real pathway to get it to get this sort of reform done federally. I mean, the federal government, as I mentioned previously, the FTC and DOJ have been urging states like, to even testify in front of the states to tell them to get rid of these laws. But I think it has to be a state-driven process. I think if a state had half a brain, they would want to get rid of it. How can people find out more about this, more about you? You got a web page, website they can go to? Yeah, sure. Our main page is americansforprosperity.org. If you want to learn more about the certificate of need laws and our research, it's americansforprosperity.org slash permission to care. I should have mentioned earlier, we call these permission to care laws. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, Kevin, look, thank you so much. God bless. We'll do it again soon, and I wish you the best of luck. Thank you. Appreciate you having me on. Yes, sir. All right, now take a break. Motor Moon Graffon shows. We jump all over the place today and cover just about everything. We hadn't covered your subject yet. Oh, you don't hold your breath. We probably will cover it. We'll be right back. You're considering building your dream home. Now's the perfect time. And who do you need? Schumacher Homes. They just announced that now through February 28th, you can save up to $40,000 on your custom home. $40,000 on your dream home. Check them out. SchumacherHomes.com. SchumacherHomes.com. Now through February 28th, $40,000 on a custom home of your dreams. Wow, it's the biggest promotion yet. Don't delay. Schedule your free, no obligation design and pricing meeting today by calling or visiting SchumacherHomes.com. And don't forget, my friend, Schumacher Homes has just released another draw-dropping floor plan. That's right, the Savannah Plan, 2,545 square feet that features four bedrooms, three bathrooms. And tell you what, if you're a chef, you're going to love the kitchen. Wow. SchumacherHomes.com. By the way, through February 28th, 30-year fixed mortgage rate. 4.875% 4.875% at Schumacher Mortgage. That's right, Schumacher Mortgage. They're going to finance it for you, too. Schumacher Homes, what are you waiting on? Let them build your dream homes and get a great deal, too. 40000 off? Wow, through February 28th. Don't hesitate. Call now. Louisiana is unique. The food, the festivals, even the bugs. Pests in Louisiana are as unique as our state, and you need experience to keep the pests away. Termites are responsible for more than $1 billion of damage in Louisiana alone. J&J Exterminating has over 55 years' experience in keeping your home safe. Trust J&J Exterminating to shield your home, business, and property 365 days a year with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. J&J Exterminating. Line One is a business telecom provider. Line One specializes in cloud-based communication with superior customer service. If you're frustrated with phone bills you can't understand, endless hold time to customer support, and phone system that is not meeting your needs, then you need to go to Line.One and schedule a free consultation to advance your business phone system. Line One, technology with a human touch. Go to Line.One and tell them Moon sent you. Again, that is Line.One. Shop.
Hi, y'all. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607 is the number. If you'd like to be part of the program, Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. Uh, let's see. Melinda Deslett. Interesting line in Garrett Gray's statement announcing that he doesn't intend to run for governor. Why do you have to announce he doesn't run for governor? In the coming days, the field for governor will brighten. And Louisiana will have a generational opportunity to write America's greatest comeback story. Who is that, Brent? <laughs> God of mercy. The word I got was I'm getting is that Graves is in. I'm not Graves. Uh, Wag is going to be in. A lobbyist. Uh, he's going to be in. Good friends with Garrett. Garrett announced he ain't running. Wag's going to announce he is running. And the word is Wag and him already working on John Schroeder and Sharon Hewitt to get out the race. Once again, remember what we said from day one. Anybody but Andrew who don't care who they ought to be a lobbyist, a congressman, they could be a dead dog. Okay. We must keep this. We must keep this state in the same direction. Okay, I have a question though. So then, if John Schroeder were to get out of the race, if that's what they're working on, then that, does that mean he goes back to state treasurer? And that makes the announcement Brandon, just now a little bit more interesting. As Louisiana turns, uh, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's what, that one they said. I've read articles and shared articles. They say, "Oh, this is the field of set." No, it ain't. Nothing's set Not in this yet. state. Nothing. Nobody's qualified yet. Nothing's set in this state. There's a group of people who, there are a lot of Republicans involved, especially country clubbers, that want the state to stay in the same direction because they make it, they filthy rich. They don't care if you're poor. They don't care how much taxes you pay. Care unless they made theirs and making theirs. That's just I'm just telling you. Look, I'm. It's like I said on the Bongino show the other day. You got these people that wear these suit and ties, and y'all all go, oh, salami, 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 and you bow down to them. I ain't bowing down to none of them because they're not a better man than I am. I never said I was better than them because they made money. If you find out how some of these people made money, you'd be just shocked at how much they tied to government. I'm telling you, I can name a dozen right now. They'd be so mad at me that they, they, they can't see straight. I can name them. Are you jealous? Hell no. Good for them. But the way they made it, I'll never make mine that way. I guess my ship hadn't come in like theirs. And they got a group of people out there, okay? These people that I'm talking about, they don't have a problem with Bell Edwards and what Jay Dorn did, knifing us in the damn back. They don't. They just don't. They're going to get theirs. I don't care if you're in the ambulance business or engineering business. They're going to get theirs, baby. They're going to smile and walk around like they're somebody that they're not. Because they're getting theirs. That's all that matters. This Green New Deal, watch the people that's going to get theirs. It, it's, it's, it's pathetic. But like I said, that's, I don't care if 50 more people get in a race. Nobody else gets in a race. One person gets in a race. I only care what we do with the people that are in the race and where we vote to change the state of Louisiana, do we love it so much being last? Uh, all the it seems like all the new entries I'm hearing about Wagaspack and and uh, Jade the Legend, Jay Darden backstab himself. I mean, I just don't know of anybody that's going to be running as a conservative. Any new people that are coming in, 
I think they have to tie up with the left and the middle of the road people. Uh, that's 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 just the situation. And by the way, Clay Shakes not a must be happy brand. Speaker of the House. Well, you remember he was going to run for uh, lieutenant governor. And Billy backed out and said, "I'm going to run for lieutenant governor." So he strike one. Then he said, "I'm going to run for Ascension Parish president." Well, guess what? The Ascension Parish president. I met him the other day. That, that parish is doing really well. He's the incumbent running. So guess what? Clay said, "Strike two. Then Clay said, if Garrett Graves don't run, he might run for governor. Well, if Garrett don't run, Graves, uh, uh, Garrett Graves ain't running. <laughs> I can't help myself. I'm trying to catch myself. But Wag, his good buddy, may run. So it looks like Shake Snyder, strike three. Ah, but there's hope for him, folks. There's hope. Is insurance commissioner Jim Donlan running for re-election, or is he ready to stand down and be done, and he's now saying we're going to decide if we're going to run or not? Clay, hey, buddy. Guess what? The fourth position may come open for you to run for. It might be insurance commissioner. Clay Shakes now might run for insurance commissioner next. That'll be four different spots. He's going to move around. He's going to find a spot, folks. Don't worry about a man like that with that kind of integrity. He's going to find a spot. So, hey, maybe step four insurance commissioner, Clay. You know, went from lieutenant governor to Ascension Parish president to governor. Now you may get a shot at insurance commissioner. Right, we just want to wish him the best of luck. Okay. And uh, you ought to run if Darden runs because they'd be on the same page. They know how to knife people in the back. And they know how to knife Republicans in the back, especially especially Republicans. All right, we got to take a break. 844-766-6607. I'm going to wait, folks. A lot more to go. pain do you what am i talking about the joint chiropractic it's unlike anything you've experienced no appointments are necessary just walk in open evenings and weekends no insurance hassles just affordable chiropractic care right now you can take advantage of their new patient special for only 29 dollars, which includes consultation exam and adjustment that's a 45 dollar value Find location of you by visiting thejoint.com. That's thejoint.com. You know that Acadiana Security Plus is the best local choice for commercial security. But did you also know they are ranked nationally as a top 100 integrator? Acadiana Security Plus is your one-step technology partner, offering integrated intrusion and access control, state-of-the-art cameras with video verification, and mass notification. Their app gives you control from anywhere, so your business is always safe and secure. Call Acadiana Security Plus today at 839 839- 1880. That's 839-1880. Or visit getaspnow.com. Oh, Shucks, you've been hearing me brag about Shucks. has been going there for many, many years. Shucks does a great job. If you like seafood, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. I'm telling you right now, there's shrimp, there's oysters, there's fish, all fresh every day right off the boat. So if you want something fresh and you want fresh seafood, you got to go to Shucks. Don't forget, if you're having a party, call Shucks. Let them cater the event for you. Or you can go pick it up. 
Shucks, they're waiting on you. If you want a great time and you want great food, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. Shucks, oh, they're good. Have you heard about stockapond.com? Are you looking to get in a private bass and brim fishing lease? Or maybe fish stocking for your private lake or pond? Then Shepherd's Acadiana Fish Hatchery has what you are looking for. It business for over 30 years. Shepherd's Acadiana Fish Hatchery offers the best private fishing lease and fish for stocking lakes and ponds in Louisiana. You can visit their website at stockapond.com. That's stockapond.com. Don't forget it. Stockapond.com. I'm Martin Hoke. The inv- this hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at matthewjames.com. Hello, welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Matthew James Tax Wealth Management Hotline. If you'd like to be part of the program, we're joined by Senator Kirk Talbot. Joins us, uh, Jefferson Parish, uh, I think River Ridge and all that area. Kirk, how you doing, bud? Good, Moon. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it was good to see you the other day. There was a lot of people there, and I've run into a bunch of people, so it was good to see you. Hey, uh, let's right. talk a little bit about... Uh, Taught reform. Uh, I know everybody claimed we passed something, and, and and everybody was jumping up and down. But it was that old step in the right direction. What I I hate to hear, Kirk, because we need some giant steps. Let's talk about where we are now and where you hope to be if we get the right governor in the in the right Senate and House. Uh, you know, what's the next step that we need to move forward on? Sure. Well, so the bill that was passed was the speaker's bill, which was a watered-down version of the bill that I passed the year before, which, um, you know, was very comprehensive. It checked, you know, it, uh, not all the boxes, but almost all the boxes. It, it, it did five things that where we were outliers compared to other states with things like jury trial threshold, prescriptive period, collateral source, and so on. And, you know, that bill passed not overwhelmingly in each body, but, but you know, not a two-thirds margin but passed comfortably that bill was vetoed by the governor we went into special session immediately after that session and you know look the 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 bill we knew we could pass was the bill that 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 the speaker ended up doing and that bill was and i know you hate this the, the phrase and i hate it too but was a step in the right direction but considering the big comprehensive bill we had was vetoed you know, we, we did what we, we, we knew we could pass, so that's what we did. Hey, Kirk, by the way, the reason, on, the reason why I do that yeah. is, the reason why I say that is, is that it's not nothing wrong with that. It's just that oh, no, what I mean, happens is what you, some yeah. elected officials go out and start bragging about all the tort reform we passed. And, I, and that's, that's my frustration with it. You actually handled oh, it the right way. You had a better bill. The governor vetoed. We got something that we thought would at least get us going in the right direction. But you're not jumping up and down saying that's it. And, and because no, I, that's that's I, what frustrates I, me. It's not not what you're I, saying. I didn't even go to the press conference where, where, where mm-hmm. you know, of that bill passing because it was a it was a defeat, but it was something. And it did lower the jury trial threshold from 50,000 to 10,000. We're still highest in the country. It did fix a little bit of the collateral source. It did allow juries to hear whether someone had their seatbelt on or not. You know, it, it repealed the seatbelt gag rule, which which was a good thing. I mean, that's we're one of the few states that that 
does that, and that's that's a that's a no brainer. So it it did it did some good things, but look. Next year, if I'm fortunate enough to be back and we have the right governor, I, I feel very confident we'll have the right House and Senate in place. We're going to go for the we're swinging for the fence on tort reform. You know, we're, we're we going to tackle. We're going to we have to. You know, I, 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 we have to. You know, um, the collateral source still needs to be fixed. We need to do away with the jury trial threshold, in my opinion. We need to extend that prescriptive period from one year to two years. We're one of the only states one of only two that has a one-year prescriptive period. And, you know, the medical cost, that's where the money is, and that's where the shenanigans start. So, you know, we, we've got to fix those things. And, um, you know, we already have, have, have those bills ready to roll. We just need to get the right governor um, to do that. So that's kind of where we are and where we're going, you know, with tort reform. But but the plan is, I mean, we're swinging for the fence. We're, we're, we want to do it all next year. No, I did, I've been telling everybody, there's, there's some things I know, Kirk, that you can't, you got to move the needle slowly. But we're just to the point when we're competing against these other states, we're really not competing with these other states. That's right. So they have no, to be a few, and I tell people, you said swing the fence, a few home runs that go along with moving some other stuff smaller. And uh, if we do that, we got we to gotta catch up to compete. If we just get to the level everybody That's else right. is, they're not going to say, well, let's go back to Louisiana. Well, they're not. We got to get a step that they say, hey, Louisiana's consistently doing the right thing now. Now we can look at Louisiana. Or better yet, company looks up and says, you know what? We need to stay in Louisiana. This is the best place for our company. That's, that's, where, right. that's where we want to get to. That's right. Well, that's our plan. Okay. Now, as far as homeowners insurance, what's, what's the plan on this? Because once again, we kind of out of whack with a lot of states when it comes to homeowners insurance. Well, you know, uh, the, the problem is, we are, if you look at the last, I don't know, like 150 years, ever since they've been tracking named storms, mm -hmm. you know, we are the number one landfall destination for named storms. And every executive in the insurance industry knows that. But, Kurt, can uh, I stop have, you there for a second? One of the reasons yeah. for that is Louisiana's at the top of the Gulf. So when, it, when a storm gets sucked in the Gulf, if it goes west and no east, any it. north at all, we're going to get effects on it. It's, it's no doubt Louisiana. We're going to be in the cone. Correct. Correct. That's right. So, you know, that's the things we're battling. You know, we've had four storms in two years, two of them major. So, you know, insurance companies just on face value aren't really excited about riding in Louisiana. Correct. We do, you know, we're not the legal dumpster fire that Florida is. They have man-made problems in Florida. 70% of all litigation and homeowners lawsuits are filed in Florida. Now, they just had a special session and fixed a lot of those problems. Mm -hmm. There's a few things that we need to fix here, like our bad faith credit law that we have to fix and that we're going to take a shot at this session. And there's a few more things that we need to fix statutorily that, that need to get us where we need to be. But, you know, the insurance market right now, it's just a very difficult market. Reinsurance is the insurance that insurance companies buy. That is a global market, mainly an overseas international market with Lloyd's of London, companies out of Bermuda and so on. That is a has never been as stressed as it is right now. Yeah. And that's because of a lot of things that are going on in the country that doesn't help us here. But it just kind of tells why we're here. But the things we need to fix there's probably three things we need to take a look at during session. One, our bad faith penalties. Two, we're one of the only states in the country where the insurance the insurance commissioner has the ability to grant or deny increases in premium. And look, that's a great thing for consumers, right? Because he can only do that 
you know, and, and a lot of times he denies that. But the fact of the matter is insurance companies need flexibility to tailor their premium as the market issues happen. We're one of only like seven states that, that, that do that, and that is not a conducive thing for insurance companies to do. That's something we've, we've got to, to look at to see. Because, look, if we're going to have affordability, we need availability. The only way we're going to get premiums down is to have competition. And right now, Moon, as, as you and your listeners know, and my constituents know, we just don't have any availability. Well, not, you know, companies are just not making money in Louisiana, and a lot of these companies are failing not because of anything that's happened here, I'll give you an example. UPC that you probably know just failed. They, they're dumping 30,000 policies that are, mm-hmm. that are probably going to go into the citizens program. They pulled out of every state in the country. They pulled out of all 12 states. The company failed nationwide. Mm-hmm. Mainly what, what is going on in Florida caused them to fail, but it's having a ripple effect in Louisiana. Yeah, what about, let me, let's go back to the uh, special session that y'all had. $45 million mm-hmm. being put back to help do you know of any insurance companies that are coming? Do you know of any insurance companies that are talking to them, uh, talking about coming? Absolutely. I know they talked about maybe nothing happening until yeah. probably June because you got to go through your right. But is there, is there some interest? Absolutely. I talked to the commissioner about that Monday, and there are absolutely companies that are applying for it as we speak and that are interested. Um, I, I would be willing to bet that half of that money is probably already spoken for. You know, that incentive program worked after Katrina. The the goal was to depopulate citizens, get some companies riding here. And insurance companies, I've learned, kind of have a herd mentality. They all leave in a herd, and they all come back in a herd. And when that incentive program happened after Katrina, five companies got money. Three of them are still riding today. One of them pulled out of Louisiana like five or six years ago. And then one of them failed because their mothership failed in Florida and knocked them out. So... But what that did was it opened the door for companies to start riding in Louisiana again. And that's what we're hoping this incentive program will do. This incentive program is a lot tighter than the one after Katrina, a lot more uh, safeguards, a lot more monitoring on their reinsurance levels. They're going to monitor the fact to keep them from clustering uh, policies in certain areas like uh, below I-10 where if a storm does come, they're disproportionately have risk in one area. So there's a lot of things that we've learned from that incentive program that we've instilled in this one. But to answer your question, there is interest in, in I okay. think that's moving along the way we want it to okay, be. Okay, because that, that, that was the big deal with putting up enough money. Was it enough? We put up, you guys put up $45 million. I, I was reading about in Florida, it was a billion dollars, but their situation is different. It's a bigger state. I get all that. But they actually... Straighten some things out and put some money in it. They did a combination of both. And while we're sitting on so much money right now, I was just wondering why can't right. why why couldn't we have used more money to help beef up our friends so they don't lose their homes? Because I mean, we, they, y'all playing well, with the next year or two with a billion and a half dollars, and I thought, wow, why couldn't we help help some of that with a little bit of that money? The money, you know, we really need to fund is the Fortified Roof Grant Program. You know, people ask me all the time. What is the solution? You know, wh- how do we ever get out of this thing? Fortified roofs is our solution. And, you know, I hate to come on the radio and say that a fortified roof will never blow off, but every PowerPoint presentation, um, survey, study on fortified roofs, they, they don't blow off. Hey, hold on a second. Let me hold on just a second. Let me, let me take a break because yeah. I got to take a break. Sure. I'll come back and let you wrap up with fortified roofs. I know, I know what you're talking about because I did a little reading about it. 
I want to explain that to people because if that's the way we ought to go, I just think we should have made that step in the, in, in the uh, special session because there's a lot of money out there. So let me do this. Come back. We'll come back and start with it. Kirk Talbot is Senator. Kirk Talbot, he is running for re-election again out of Jefferson Parish. We'll take a break. Be right back. You'll spend your money in retirement. What comes to mind? Probably travel, sunny beaches, and spoiling your grandchildren. But a recent survey found that over 30% of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes. Baby boomers were told for years to save money in their IRAs and 401ks and pay taxes later. Well, now that day has arrived, and boomers are shocked to see a third of their money going back to Uncle Sam. John Blanchett and the Matthew James Financial Group can help. What if you could? Protect all or most of your retirement wealth from future tax rate increases. Achieve a zero or near zero effective tax rate for most of your retirement years. Find out more. 337-366-8366. Isn't it time you got a second opinion on your wealth and retirement outlook? Learn how you could potentially kick the IRS out of your IRA. 337-366-8366 and online at Matthew-James.com. Folks, if you get a chance to be in Shreveport or Baton Rouge, New Orleans, you know, and you haven't checked out Superior Grill and you like good Mexican food, please go to Superior Grill. Go check them out. You're going to enjoy everybody that I've sent there. have really enjoyed the great taste of Superior Grill. They love the food. It's a big menu. It's a lot of different things you can pull out from the enchiladas to the fajitas to the tacos to the quesadillas to the steak to the hamburgers. They do it all at Superior Grill and that salsa and that queso is all so good. All you got to do is find a way to, to Shreveport, New Orleans, or Baton Rouge and get the great taste of Superior Grill. But, hey, if you're home and you're in, the, in those areas and you want to cater and, and, and people like that, they cater. They can handle big groups. I've been there with many big groups and had a great, great time. They'll accommodate you. They'll accommodate you the best they can. You can pick up food to go as usual. Line Avenue in Shreveport, Government Street and Holland Road in Baton Rouge and St. Charles Avenue in New Orleans. Superior Grill. It's great. And next year, we're going to have one right here in Lafayette. So. Hey, check them out. If you're headed that way, make darn sure you go check out the great taste of Superior Grill. I'm Martin Hoke. The- you're watching me waste away right in front of you. You ready for this? I wouldn't say waste away. I'd say graying away, but not wasting away. <laughs> You got this spot ready to roll? Uh, yeah, I got to ready. do it. It's going. All right. Before we get back to my special guest, welcome back. Moon Graffon Show, Matthew James Tax Wealth Management Hotline, MatthewJames.com. Hey, folks, don't forget my good friends at Stein, and that's one of those great Louisiana companies, is ready for you, and they're having a big outdoor event. They have All you have to do is go to SteinHome.com, SteinHome.com, and check out their big sale I have going on now. They have the brochure on the website for you to go check out but they got everything on the website they got special financing for 12 months as well so if you're looking for a big deal and you you're one of those people that are looking for something in the garden area uh, lawnmowers or flowers or things of that nature you need to go to steinhome.com wow they got all the big names waiting on you better brands right here at stein so check them out at steinhome.com they got a 2023 outdoor power equipment catalog our new 16-page catalog available in all the stores now. Steinhome.com, Steinhome.com. Listen to me. Pick up 
You have Artist Curbside. They got drive through Lumberyard. Stein is that great Louisiana company I've been bragging about for many, many years. And you can order online and go pick it up. Choose the better bucket. Our friends at Stein. Steinhome.com. Steinhome.com. All right, let's go back to Senator Kirk Talbot. Uh, Kirk, let's, let's, I want you to go over the, for, the fortified uh, roof or whatever you call it. Because that right there is yeah. something I've seen done in other states, and I think it's 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 being done here that would really help a lot of people. Let's ex- explain that program to people, because somebody out there may be going, well, tell me what that is, because I need help. So a fortified roof is a roof that, um, and look, I don't know all the technical terms. Sure, no, that's fine. Shink nails, they, they strap down the rafters. They put different uh, a kind of special um layer between the the plywood and the shingles and i mean basically it just doesn't blow off and when your roof doesn't blow off your your damage to your home is going to be exponentially less in almost every case i mean when the roof blows off and rain comes in and then sheetrock gets molded and all that that's what turns a a small problem into a really big problem so alabama has really taken the forefront in this they have grants up to ten thousand dollars to retrofit existing homes and then their building codes which actually our building codes just switched over January 1st. So we are like 95% of what a fortified roof is on our building code that just started this year. I'm looking at legislation to get us to 100%. What's missing is ring shank nails. So I might do a bill. I'm looking at doing it to, to get us to fortified roofs. But basically, we've, we've started a grant program last year. We've yet to fund it. We have, obviously, what you said, we have a lot of money this year. So me and a lot of other my colleagues are going to be pushing for funding this grant program. And, you know, because that's where we need to be. You got, and, a, you got, any, you got, any, you got any ideas how much money you would take to put out in this grant that people can get? Is it $100 million? Is it $300 million? I mean, what do you think we need? I mean, it, it'd be, it's a lot because you got to figure, you know, we have a lot of you know, very few roofs here are fortified. So... Um, I, I, it's almost like we just need to get started and then, you know, and just run with it and put as much as we are willing to put in now and run with it. Um, again, now Alabama only has two counties that touch the coast, but, you know, their fortified roofs, you know, they're going all up the, the Mobile River Basin all the way up to, to mid-Alabama with these fortified roofs. But that's what we need to do. I mean, that is our way out of it. We need to be the state that has more fortified roofs than anywhere in the country because insurance companies fall all over themselves to – cover roofs and write policies for houses that are have fortified roofs. But when you talk about fortified roofs, are you talking about putting them on like a regular roof? Like you would regularly do a roof? You are you can, talking about people that are, that are, that are uh, uh, this is the roof you put on after you've been hit? How does that work? Well, there's two, there's two ways. Okay. So our, like I said, our new building codes are pretty much mandating that every new roof moving forward is Ninety-five percent has to be fortified. Okay. I'm going to do a bill to make it fortified, but that's the new ones. Okay, you can, you know, take an existing home like they do in Alabama, get a ten thousand dollar grant, and you know they strip off your shingles and then they strap down your rafters and then they put them back on, wow. and then you know they they retrofit your roof. But it does it does cost. Well, but, I'm saying economically, you know, is it really really high for somebody just from an economic standpoint? Or do you know? For a, if you just look at a brand new roof, like a new construction, sure, fortified sure. versus not fortified, sure. it's only eight to twelve percent higher for fortified. So it's really not that much more, especially if you're building a new house yeah. and you have a thirty-year note. 
but your premium moon is going to be so much cheaper. Yep. It's going to be far worth it to put on that fortified roof. Far no, worth it. No, if I had to put on a new roof, that would be a no-brainer. Eight to ten, twelve percent would be worth what would because you're telling me that the chances of the hurricane, or whatever, knocking it off or putting a hole in or whatever, it, it slims up tremendously. Tremendously, and you get certified. There's a there's a, a quasi-government group, I think, that certifies those fortified roofs every year, and it's transferable. So if I was to buy your house, I would get that certification certificate that I turn into the insurance company to get, you know, to get the discount. So, it, you know, it's that's that's our way out of it. It's just going to take a while to get all our, you know, all of our roofs or as many roofs as possible to that fortified level. But the building codes are there, so that's been done. And now we got to really focus on funding this grant program and getting people aware of it and involved in it and trying to get as many fortified roofs out there as humanly possible. Somebody told me the uh, it, it's going to depend on the size of the home. And the new ones versus existing is probably a difference in price. But that's something somebody would have to call about. And not everybody's going right. to want that's one. Right. You, you're talking about people that get hit with these hurricanes. So we're talking about mostly the southern part of the state. Now, I've seen these hurricanes right. go up and hit toward Ellick and, you know, get up north, too. Well, but. Yeah, they, they hit Washtenaw Parish pretty hard. Absolutely. And look, you know, tornadoes, you know, they'll hit North Louisiana as well. So, um, but, I mean, I would highly encourage anybody in the state, if you're building a new home, no matter what parish you're in, pay the extra money for the certified up front. But you're going to get more than that savings when you see that new premium. And that, that thing is a very valuable asset when you have a house that has a fortified roof on it. Yeah. Real quick, only a minute left. Uh how important is it, without mentioning names, for us to elect the right governor? It's extremely important. If you have, I mean, just look at tort reform. The legislature stepped up. The House and the Senate, we stepped up, passed a bill that, that was five bills in one. It was a major bill. The, the governor vetoed it. And it, it's just very difficult to override a gubernatorial veto. If the governor's behind something, it it, it is a lot easier yep. to pass and get it done. And, you know, look, you, you got to have the governor with you. If you want to do the big home run stuff, we got to have the right governor. And I'm, I'm hoping we will. I think the legislature is going to be where it needs to be. We're just missing that, that last component, and all the stars are going to align. And, you know, I want to have the, the best four years full of home we runs need it. As, as humanly possible. Yeah, we need it because the, la the last eight, counting this one, has been rough, and uh, we got to change this. We've, anyway, we just treaded water for eight oh, years. Yeah, we just stayed in the direction we've always been in. Senator Kirk Talbot, we'll right. do it again. God bless. Thank you here. Thank you. Bye. All right, we'll do it again. All right, got to take a break. And if some of you people be leaving, the rest of you can check us out on Graphone, listen live. Another hour to go. The rest of you, God bless. Have an awesome day. It's not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show here on News Talk 96.5. KPEL.